Well, hey, welcome to The Other Side of Sound. My name is Stuart Jenner, and I am so excited that you're here um, because today is a special podcast. Um, I'm excited. We've gotten through the basics. Um, if you followed any of that stuff, if you've listened to that stuff, if you haven't listened to that stuff, I highly encourage you go back and listen to it. But we've covered the basics. We started with the source of sound. What is the source of sound? What is the source of a PA system? What is what is all that? And then we moved into uh, getting cleaned up, untangling messes, um, creating a culture where we can thrive. And then from there, we went into um, creating a blueprint, a plan um, to, to create a, a special or a, a special mix, a better mix. Uh, which should be special. Um, but uh, And then last week, uh, my good friend Ken Verhickey was in town from Northern Michigan, and I had the opportunity to interview him. Um, but this week, as I was preparing for this podcast, um, I really felt like sharing a clip from another podcast that I do. Um, it's, it's through the company that I work for. I work for a company called sound in church. And, um, one of the guys over there, Andrew Grand Prix, he and I have another podcast. So if you think this stuff's good, you should go check out that stuff because, um, it's a lot of the same. It's, it's, it's very similar to what we talk about here, except that we dive more into church as a whole. We talk about, we talk about a little bit more than just sound, um, but it's really good stuff. And, um, and you know, as I was getting ready, I, I got to thinking about, um, some of the conversations we had in that other podcast. And I really felt like there was one conversation and it's not long. We're talking a five minute conversation here. So, um, you know, don't be prepared to sit here all day, but, um, <clears throat> I felt like it was really, really, really good because, it's talking all about who are you as a church? Like, are you trying to copy other churches? And I'm talking in the production level. I'm not talking about other areas, but who are you as a church? And, um, and, uh, how can you be you? So let's go ahead and, uh, and let's give it a listen. So there's a lot of different churches. There's a lot of different styles. There's a lot of different discussion about, um, what our worship is going to be like. But one thing that I feel like gets overlooked really often is the desired production level for your worship service. And here's what I mean. A lot of churches we walk into uh, have this philosophy that their production level is gigantic, touring, world-class rock concert with high production value and all these crazy things going on, but they're trying to pull that vision off with a very small budget, volunteer musicians in a small church, and usually not a lot of equipment. Why is that such a dangerous road to go down? Well, I mean, a lot of times you're just, you're looking, you're trying to model something yeah. off of something else. When, honestly, and I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but just take inventory of the people in your church. Yeah. Take inventory of your culture. Figure out what your culture is. Be confident in yourself as a church. And 
don't try to be like everybody else or uh, whatever. Take inventory of, of that. For example, we are here in First Crescent Baptist Church, yeah. which they're awesome, by gorgeous. the way. They got an incredible story of th- this gorgeous auditorium that they they built. It took years they to build this thing. Free. They did it debt-free. We've been with them for about a decade. Uh, it's a 30-year journey. It's a wild, crazy story. This auditorium is like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, it's different. You it's, know what I'm saying? It's like very it's, unique. It's, 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 it feels, it just feels good to be in here. And I will say this, it feels like the people of right. this church. Uh, the, the worship leader, John Lovett, great guy. He, um, he's been here for 20 some years and, um, I don't normally name names, but yeah. like, but like we're here, he's awesome. we're, we're here. So why not? Um, and, um, you can just, you can just tell that they, they know their self. Yeah. They know who they are as a church. They know what kind of people they have and they're not trying to be like anybody else. This is what's, not a very big town. Right. You know, but and what's this cool is, about that yeah. is when you look around the auditorium and I could check off some checklists that certain churches would think they know what this church looks like. Okay, I see a haze machine. I see some moving headlight fixtures. I see, right? And so in your head, you might instantly go to, oh, these guys must replicate this high production value. But the way they utilize those tools is completely unique to them. Yeah, and it just, doesn't look just like another cookie cutter giant church. No, and, and there's a vibe. You go in here and you just yeah. you just feel like there's been a lot of community in mm-hmm. this room. And in in my opinion, community is way more important than production level. Totally. Like, of course, we did all this. We put all the sound panels up. We put all the lights. We put up the PA. We put everything that has anything to do with tech in this room. We 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 installed, and we installed it professionally, and we maintain it. And they, they just literally just use it. And they don't have fancy tech people. They're just very humble, awesome, yeah, salt of the of earth kind of people, mm-hmm. volunteers. And, you know, they'll ask us questions and stuff. And we'll come in and, and help them through whatever they need. But they know, they're confident in who they are as a church. That's the really cool thing is, like, you can have equipment. These guys purchase equipment with intentionality. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Every piece of equipment that's on this stage has a role in their worship service and they've thought through what that is. They've thought through how it looks, how it feels, what it is to them. And it's unique. You wouldn't be able to replicate it or you wouldn't need to replicate it. And they're not trying to replicate somebody else. They're just, they're just being them. They're just being themselves. And that's what I think a lot of churches need to have that discussion is like, if you are trying to be this high production value, then go invest in the gear, build the sanctuaries, hire professional musicians, do it. But if that's not your vibe, if that's not who your church is, then I think you're going to be a lot better off figuring out who you are. Because also, some of the greatest worship services I've ever been in are just a couple of musicians who have been playing together Absolutely. for a long time. Maybe not even much of a sound system, but people who show up who are hungry, who want to worship together, who are excited to be there. And maybe it's just a couple lamps, you yeah. know, turned on in a room and a couple acoustic guitars and a cajon. Some of the most powerful worship services, because we're not trying to be something it's no. not. It's you're being you. Yeah, and if you're true to yourself, you're true to your congregation, you're true to who you are as a church, um, then whatever production level supports that is the right.